Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with John and Jay. What's up, gentlemen? You son of a... You know what? Jay, I did it. It was like a... Alphabetically, I come first. It doesn't make any sense this time. No, there's a baseball player, and his, I don't know if he's still playing or not, but his name is John Jay. Yeah. Um, so there's yeah. like this this information that's stored in my mind that just makes that like a natural pathway. Listen, also, man. John is on the left, and you're on the right on my screen, so it's like left to right. That's fine. However you want to explain that way for yourself. <laughs> Uh, how's it um, going guys good john and i are, are fresh back from travel from atlantic city open so we will talk talk about our experiences there and how that went um and we also got uh we did not get mini extravaganza um because uh that was postponed uh until tb did they give a date for that or did they just say tbd tbd okay um, but uh, they did basically drop some information dumps on us of new products, uh, some Battle Force info, et cetera. So we'll hit that. Uh, so we did get to get something. Presumably, it's not quite as much as they were going to preview, but uh, who knows? So we got it in, in image and article form. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And that will probably be plenty. You got any housekeeping for us, Jay? Sorry, I was just looking up. Uh, anyways, I think there's a fox. Uh, long story short, we have chickens and we uh, <laughs> a couple of them went missing over the weekend. And so I had my cameras set up to look at where the chickens are. And I just saw a really big animal out there. And so I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was the fox. So I got distracted for a second. Oh, uh, no worries. But the chickens are put that. away. They're safe now. Okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was utterly distracting. And I'm sure it's something everyone that is listening cares about. Uh, so <laughs> I actually did get several comments this weekend about them loving hearing about your chickens. So, oh, well, perfect. Two go. of them are gone. Uh, we're pretty sure Fox got them because they were just gonzo. Uh, you know, we let them we let them um, free range, you know, most of the time because I live out in the woods and we, we've had really good experience with that. But yeah, they just two disappeared this weekend. And then we've heard from several neighbors and people around that have chickens that theirs have been disappearing, too. So there must be a fox or coyotes or something moved into the get neighborhood. That BB gun. Yeah, BB gun. Or get a, get a big I dog mean, or something. Get a... No, a bigger gun than a baby oh, okay. gun. Okay, yeah. okay. Then. <laughs> Listen, this is a be gentle here, yeah, but yeah. okay. Uh, anyways, um, so uh, yeah, uh, housekeeping. Foxes suck. Let's start there. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Housekeeping. That's a great question, Kyle. So we have uh, some new products in our store. We, we have uh, what I'm calling premium silhouettes, which are these really cool uh, pre-printed acrylic silhouettes that you can rep your faction with. We also have these cool MDF barricades that you can rep your faction with. Uh, those are both in the store and in stock. You can get those now. Um, we also have all the Star Wars Legion pre-orders up. Um, we, you know, the ones that are coming out this week, I think uh, the core set we're out of, the card pack we're out of, and uh, one of the other packs we're out of, but um, you could still get Gar Saxon and, and I think the Mandalorians and stuff are all still available and in stock. Um, and, you know, uh, update on the mats. Uh, they're in New York, apparently, um, which is good. But they last I knew last Friday uh, that uh, they said they're in the port uh, and just getting them situated. TBD. Nobody knows. So uh, that is the state of our world currently. Um, so as soon as those come in, I'll ship them out. And I know everybody's been chomping at the bit. And I'm sorry that this took so much longer um i should have probably anticipated the shipping disaster to be worse uh than i thought it was going to be um because i even padded our when i said may that, that i was even padding it then 
Um, so, <laughs> so now we're, you know, I don't know, hopefully this month. Um, yeah. And then uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah. If you like, if you like any of the blog writers or you like these podcasts or, you know, you're, you're enjoying the content that we create, please support us on Patreon. That helps. You know, I, I say this all the time, but we, we pay our writers and, and podcast staff. And so, you know, that's all through the Patreon. So you guys support all that directly. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's enough. Right? Yeah. Oh, Stormtide. I guess I could give a brief update on Stormtide. We're still on track uh, to restart in July. Um, we are, uh, we're, we're going to be on box 10 or season two, box four. And uh, that's coming out. We're, I'm really excited about that. And then also, I Some just juicy hit... stuff in the pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. For Very sure. Um, there, uh, I just put out a social media post as well. I just finished my testing uh, for uh, store kits. Um, and so I'm going to be putting finalizing and tying a bow on that. And we'll be releasing those in July too. So you can encourage your stores to buy Stormtide narrative kits for the stores, which will be fun. Um, so yeah, that's it. I promise. All right. Well, no, wait, one more thing. No, <laughs> um, all right. How about we open with ACO? Okay. All right. John, tell, tell us about uh, what you brought to ACO and your experience. Well, I brought a nice chicken and rice or whatever. <laughs> baked chicken. Baked chicken. My bad. With Creole seasoning. Yes, I did have some Creole seasoning there. Um to catch that reference go read kyle's latest article um but the i brought trooper.com slash blog yes that uh i brought luke op luke who had mind trick and uh force push burst of speed and into the fray with two officers that had vigilance and binox four rebel dlts with captains and vigilance and three snipers uh, it's a great list. The dice were very kind to me this weekend, and it was it was great. Yeah. You, you want to walk through any of your games? You... Uh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there was there were a lot of games. I, I could spend a lot. I could spend a lot of time here. So, like, I, okay, maybe not walk through. How about like run <laughs> run through quickly? Okay, so quickly, round one played against. Um, triple ton double Wookiee with R2-D2 um, on battle lines with Breakthrough. So it had um, it, it was about to be very sketchy, but fortunately was able to attack his melee kind of in waves rather than all at once and um, killed R2-D2. Uh, big turn in that um, that kind of started the snowball was round two serve your master or you serve your master well ordered his wookies to offensive push move charge into his tauntauns killing the tauntauns um, and then luke dove in on those wookies so lots of damage from serve um, started that and then i think it was i'm a jedi and son of skywalker to clean up the rest um second game was very nuts against clones very well played uh, anakin clones with padme i believe padme and he was getting all sorts of fire fire support shots one that almost knocked me back with uh double z6 several aims several surges luke god rolled i think blocked nine out of eleven and so Luke didn't die. And then that was that. Third game was against Aiden. Aiden, some Death Troopers and some Inferno. Recovered the supplies. Aiden tried to infiltrate on the middle box, and Luke was there to grab her. And then round four was against Padme Triple Wookiees. Intercept, and he was doing this 
these peekaboo shenanigans. He'd charge in round two to score the middle objective, and then round three he'd charge out to stay alive. Um, very gross fire supported um, fire support shots from the the bowcast uh, the the shooty wooks with an RPS behind it and several targeting scope aims like very powerful uh, even chunked through a couple of the my dodged up heavy cover rebels um, but in the end round three my whole army was able to move up Luke went over to answer the Wookiees and that was that was game. The final game I played was against the same opponent Kyle had and it was it was very it was very arduous. Uh, I probably could have won it a couple ways. I actually had a dream last night that <laughs> was it last it was last night. I had a dream cuz I've been getting back into X-Wing too had a dream that there was an errata that we had forgotten about in Legion, where when you're doing the tiebreaker for points destroyed, that you get half value for units that are half dead. Ooh. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That's that's how it should be. That's It's perfect. It's great. And I was like, I should have won because we totally forgot about that. He had like four units half dead. That's not the case. Not yet. I will be making my case for that to AMG shortly. Um, but uh, very great player Uh, he won his his mall mall my mall and Luke and his mall my Luke did a little dance between the middle box and my home boxes and long story short he ended up diving for um, doing a double move saber throw on my units that had the the home boxes luke had to go for the middle box and i ended up with two boxes he had two boxes and it went to points destroyed which i had none so he won third place though got a cool little boba fett trophy very nice yeah yeah um did we say that uh did we i'm sorry if i missed it but did we say who made the top eight did we say did we say who from the fifth trooper made the top eight yeah we can get we can get to yeah. the top eight you want to do the top eight and then uh, i don't care i don't want i don't care about anyone else except for our guys <laughs> <I> just... well, <laughs> so, I, so uh yeah john made the top eight as yeah. as he just said uh, i did also um, I got bounced in the first round by Liam, uh, who is the same one that you just talked about, which I'll get to. Um, and then Evan, Evan Bullrus also made top eight with Rex. With a completely uh, different list, everyone. Completely different list. From yeah. Evan, Evan's a mad man. Way braver he, than he's me. A, he's a mad scientist. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about his list because uh, this was almost like a personal challenge on the staff. We were um, <laughs> We were going over... Uh, you know, we do Legion stats also, uh, which you can find on the website um, under the tools menu. But uh, one of those stats that you can look at is basically win rate by unit. And the single lowest unit on that chart was Captain Rex. <laughs> and it was like 30%, I think. It was really bad. Um, so uh, both Evans, uh, Evan Paul and Evan Bullrus were like, I take that as a personal challenge that we need to increase the win rate of Rex. Um, so uh, Evan Bullrus brought Rex to Atlantic City, and uh, I think he did increase. You know, he went three and one, so seventy-five percent. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's bumping it. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what the sample size on that thirty percent win rate was, but it's an increase. You know, at least be up one. to like thirty-one now. You know? Yeah, right. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, props to Evan. Um, it's a pure clone list. He's got uh, one unit of Wookiees in here for basically linebacking purposes, but otherwise it's clones and barks. Um, he's got it up to 10 activations. Um, I'm sure he'll talk about it on his podcast. Uh, yeah, so I won't go uh, too, into it too much, but it's funny. We did some ACO practice. Uh huh. This was not the list he practiced with. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah we did he was doing the, was it the isp pitches. thing yeah, yeah yeah and uh yeah it was funny um 
because we played and then I was like, oh, when I saw he made top eight, I was like, he didn't tell me what list he was bringing, or at least I wasn't paying attention uh-huh. in our chat. And so like I looked at see what list he brought. I was like, wow, that, we literally played that game like a week and a half ago. So he made that quick of a turnaround on that list, which is funny. Yeah. And did, <laughs> and, did pretty and, well yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, ISPs would not have done great on these maps. No. Yeah. ISPs Very have sure. the Gav tank problem yeah. where they just can't move over stuff. Uh, don't even get me started. Um, <laughs> turns out, by the way, the snail tank has a similar problem, which I'll get to in one of my yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to hear about yours. Yeah, so I, I, I brought yet. I brought uh, Vader. I asked Facebook what I should bring, and the uh, very strong consensus was Vader. So that's what I brought. Um, I uh, got an officer. I got operative Vader with just choke and push. Um, people have asked me about the training slots. My sense going into this was that he doesn't really need training upgrades, and um, I th- into the fray would have. N- I never had extra, or I never ran out of surges from darkness death sense. So into the fray would not have helped. Um, and then, uh, he, he wasn't in melee that often. And when he was, he wasn't wounded. So, um, I don't think tenacity would have done much either. Um, don't get me wrong. I think like if you have extra points you take them, but I don't think they're necessary. Um, and at least when I built this list, I didn't have extra points. So, um, I've got two strike teams, uh, with snipers, uh, DTF 16, the death troopers, um, which I actually quite enjoyed. Basically, my uh, thought here was if you're going to take Krennic for 75, primarily just for Compel and deploy the garrison, you might as well pay a little like extra 12 points and get a beefy unit that can do stuff. Um, they're not nearly as punchy as the DLT uh, Death Troopers, but it's also like 30 points cheaper. So, you know, it's fine for what they do. Um, yeah, you can still throw five dice at, with suppressive at range four. You can throw a ton of dice at range two still. Um, and it's a six wound red save surge unit. So um, yeah, I basically used them like an objective unit that my opponent felt like they had to shoot. So um, yeah, I was pleased. I'd encourage trying DTF if you're a chronic fan and you bring them along just for Cabal. Try DTF instead. Um, uh, two shores with T21Bs, two storms with T21s, two mortars for 11 activations. So um it's a lot of an activator it's nice yeah it um it's pretty good i will say the one thing um and if you want to go check out my article basically i compared all of the top eight lists to food and the one that i chose for this one was a peanut butter and jelly and mustard sandwich which is apparently a thing um i love playing force user gun lines as you know who who Uh, does that i they need to be like (laughs) agreed in Agreed. some way, maybe they know. have been hurt. Mustard is legitimately the worst food we've ever created. I hate mustard with no a red mustard, hot passion. Oh, mustard yeah. is amazing. No, just not right. on a PBJ. Mustard, Yellow mustard is the worst creation of humankind. <laughs> what about no, uh, no, no, there's nothing that sir, sir, strumming. <laughs> yeah yeah what it, did you see what that is yeah, yeah. I read it. that <laughs> looks pretty terrible too it yeah. does yeah this is this is the one i picked for evan um <laughs> it is it is a fermented fish dish that is swedish uh I, this is funny so i just got to read this the dr power slam sent me this and it, instantly i thought of evan's list um during the production of sir strumming just enough salt is used to prevent the raw herring from rotting while allowing it to ferment the fermentation process of at least six months gives the fish a characteristic strong smell and somewhat acidic taste. Sure. A newly opened can of Sternstroming has one of the most putrid food smells in the world, even stronger than similarly fermented fish dishes such as the Korean Hong Hanjiho or Japanese Kusaya. Yeah. I don't know. I guess some people think it's food. Um, I, I, I think that was perfect for Evans, yeah. right? Like 90% of the people are going to hate this and never think it'll work. And then there's that one Swedish guy who's like, oh, yeah, no, this is the best no, this is you've great. ever had in your life. <laughs> yeah. And then goes to top eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, the reason I, I picked PB&J and Mustard for this one is um, the force users I'm accustomed to playing are clearly not Vader. Vader is exceptional at mulching things 
when he's in the middle of your opponent's army and like five of his cards help him do that basically four arguably um and he needs to get in there to do that and it's it's much more difficult for him to like get in early when you're running a gun line instead of something like a threat saturation list like vader dues um i think the gun line was was fine but i found myself for the first like four turns of the game basically not knowing what to do with vader (laughs) Mm. um there were there were two games where um it, it turned into like a scrum very quickly um and he was absolutely clutch but the other two games including the one i lost to liam um turned out to be like very long range poke fests and vader just couldn't like i just couldn't get him an angle yeah. to get in there um and i think if, if you're running a threat saturation list like dues that gives vader more space to just get in there and start hacking things up and playing fear and dead men and master evil and stuff like that yeah. um whereas a gun line if you're if you're if you're having like a poke fest at range three uh it's not as conducive to vader getting in and doing what he does best so now and and with that it's highly table dependent too yes like can i okay can i hide him enough to get him up there yeah it's right and darkness descends was supposed to kind of like help with that to get him you know get him in a little bit but it's still tough when when your opponent just sits and goes okay no all right yeah you just come to me and let's let's see if you make it you know yep yeah and i was especially feeling that against uh liam i guess i can talk about that game so he ultimately won the tournament um we can segue this into top eight too he uh he was running uh kalani with comms relay uh maul with push throw tenacity and into the fray um the sith droids with comms relay so all this stuff pretty standard for maul builds uh one unit of Magna Guard with the rocket and situational awareness, uh, two ion spiders with the attack protocols and like targeting array, um, three of the E5S troopers, uh, B1s, and one B1 HQ uplink. Yes, that does all fit. <laughs> and it is 792. <laughs> um, I looked at his list and I they did the pairings the night before I looked at this list. I was like, man, I, um, I have not seen a double ion spider list like this one. <laughs> But that looks brutal, and it was. Um, so yeah, just the, the way that our match turned out, it was KP. Uh, the middle was pretty open, and there wasn't really like any great approaches to his ion spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of poking initially, and with the range four spiders, he had a little bit of an advantage there. So I was kind of bleeding dudes. Um, it ended up being pretty close at the end uh, because I was able to kind of push on the KP near the end such that I was like one move away from it with most of my guys, whereas he was two moves away from it. I had made a play with the turn before with Vader to just kind of like, basically I charged him into the side and then I played fear and dead men when I was in range two of his army. Um, and he basically had to spend the turn shooting Vader while he was accumulating dodges. Uh, and that gave the rest of my army some space to get in there near that KP. Um, at the end of the game, basically, I made like a slight miscalc on the location of some short troopers that I had moved to the point, uh, and they were literally like one millimeter in range of a double move force push from Maul. Um, like it was a judge call; it was that close, and uh, like they had room to move further away. Uh, I just, I just, you know, miscalculated it basically, and he force pushed them off the point to force a tie on the middle, and then um, he had killed a short and a mortar, and I had killed a B one and a Sith probe, so he won on points because. B1s and Sith probes are cheap, cheaper than short mortar by about mm-hmm. 20 points. So um, it was super close right up until the end. Um, congrats to Liam. But yeah, it's just a really strong, effective list. You got Maul and the Magnus for close range stuff. You got the Spiders and the E5Ss for long range poking. It has all the things. So, I, you know, and listen, I know you guys lost and, and at Adepticon, you know, Luke and you got and Evan didn't make it, but like, I just I'm so happy to see new faces and new people and like like, you know, younger, the younger generation coming in and playing like it's just it's good and healthy for the game. And it's very exciting. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I know. Listen, it's a bummer. You guys didn't make it. But but at the same time, it's really cool to see and hear people. I've never you know, we've never heard of. I mean, this Liam, he's a kid. He's like the the age of my kids you know and so it's it's really good to see young blood playing this game it's going to keep it going well and it was very clear to me that he put a lot of work in um you know improving at this game so um he was a very good player it was not a fluke that he won so 
That's good. Yep. <clears throat> um, anyway, uh, yeah, some of my other games um, I faced uh, Anakin uh, Barks, and that was on KP. Um, I basically, he had 10 activations and I had 11. So I was able to position myself. We ended up on KP um, to like rush the KP near the end. And it kind of put the pressure on him since I had more activations. And I was able to flaw Anakin with some suppressive weapons. I actually, um, I quite enjoyed having both Master of Evil and three suppressive weapons. There were several games where suppression mattered for me. I know people are like, oh, suppression doesn't matter anymore. Um, in this game, I was able to get... said that? There are people that say this because like droids presumably don't care about it, not on which this is not podcast. true. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I actually panicked one of uh, Liam's Magna guards in that game. And that made it, um, that made a big difference in that game that like kind of allowed me to have that shot at, on the last turn there. Um, and I also separately also against droids, I panicked to be two unit off the table um, in a different game. Right. So um, suppression matters. And when you have suppressive mm-hmm. weapons, like it can really add up pretty quickly. Um, anyway, so I was able to flaw Anakin and then basically I killed him on the final turn and then Vader just kind of went in there and like did this on the, on the point to, you know, to all the various clone units that were trying to claim it. Um, and then, uh, uh, my second game was against that droid player. He was running Magnus ion spiders and a snail tank with B2s in it. Um, Vader managed to get into the side of the snail tank because of the, the, it had to go around like an awkward part of the table and i basically positioned evader over there and then he got into the side of the snail tank um before killing the snail tank panicked the b2 units the b2s out of it and they panicked off the table (laughs) um and then he basically hacked it up with his lightsaber uh and that was pretty much that game Uh, and then my third game um was against nick gardner who it seems uh is a tradition that i must play him at every tournament that we're both at (laughs) Um, i i bet you any amount of money that Evan is think so. So for those of you that don't know, Nick's from from our group uh-huh. up here, and at, no matter where we travel in the past, Evan and Nick always end up playing like round one or round two. And so, like we literally have gone across the country. Yep. Evan and Nick play round one or round two, and so yeah. So it's about time that that got pushed off to somebody else because I think Evan would have had a mental breakdown. <laughs> Nick, one more time. <laughs> well, it's funny because I played Nick in the very first tournament. I ever played in which was nova open 2018 mm. um and then i played him again in nova open 2019 um i played him i think at both times i've been to aco um it's just like every tournament we're in we end up playing each other somehow uh so um yeah uh anyway uh, he was running jedi luke with um rebel trooper captains and a bus an r2 uh and we ended up on hostage which um, I think his list was potentially better. I mean, Vader's great at hostage, but he's got the bus and he's got R2 and he has Jedi Luke. So um, anyway, it turned into a scrum over the middle pretty quickly. Um, I gave my hostage to a mortar and I was able to get it far enough away that he basically had to chase it with Luke and then him having to chase it with Luke kind of gave me the tempo advantage in the Luke-Vader yep. force-pushing duel. He managed to kill the mortar, um, but uh, when he did that, Luke was kind of kind of left out there and I force pushed him into a bunch of standbys a couple of turns in a row. Vader took some hacks at him. Um, so uh, that turned into a, it was a fun lightsaber duel between father and son, but um, Vader won hey, that one. Let's, let's uh, you know, I know we've been pushing off force user uh, uh, tactics and stuff. Yep. Here's one. If you have a mortar or an MK and you're facing a force user on hostage, let them take the hostage because then they can't do any of those force push shenanigans yep. with your guys. Yep. I mean, they can still force push them, but they can't move them quite but as far because they the can't same. do their cohesion. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, the, it's also like you can't just choke one model and make them drop it. Right. If you're dealing with the force choke. So, yeah, I'd, they're like a little bit less durable than a normal unit, mm-hmm. uh, but I still like to make mortars and MK2s hostage units for those reasons you described they also move a little bit farther when yep. you're moving at speed one so it's like yep. an extra half inch or something yeah it's but it can make a difference yeah. oh i i'm agreeing yeah definitely agreeing <clears throat> um anyway so that's how that went and then uh of course my fourth game was the first cut game against liam which i already talked about so um yeah that was me should should we hit it was super fun 
got to hang out with and see lots of people that I haven't seen in a while. So um, amazing tables. Oh yeah, the tables were great. Uh, so good. Nick Nick Barnar is is the man. Yeah. When it comes to the tables, um, we were out to dinner and I'm like, Nick, how many tables do you have? And he didn't even pause. He just like knew this number off the top of his head. He's like 26. <laughs> I'm like you have 26 tables yeah. and they're all like this quality. Yeah. Um, I mean, they look amazing. They play amazing. Um, yeah. No, he's he's doing a great job. And if you missed it, he say. was. He was on the uh, Evan and uh, Grammar Police. The other Nick talked to him on the Fifth Trooper podcast last week. That's okay. up, so you guys can go listen to that. Okay. Uh, before we get into the new stuff, I just i I want to say something. It's it's kind of a proud moment for myself. I have an entire faction completely painted. I just finished the last units and you, you guys won't even be able to guess which guess, which, which faction you think, which faction do you think it is that I have the entire thing painted? Droids. Rebel. It's droids. Yeah. Kyle got it. <sighs> yep. I had uh magna guard left and I just painted two units of that today. So I, yeah, I, you know, I think there's a couple like, I don't have, three spiders or you know and i only like mm-hmm. i'm cheating a little i'm doing like two of certain ones and like one tank one snail tank but yeah. i literally have at least one unit of every single thing painted for which is pretty great and that's was, really impressive i was pretty yeah. excited about that so my next one um is going to be the new stuff that comes out this week so i'm just going to start with that and i'm going to try to plow through it and finish all the shadow collective and all that stuff that comes out just so I don't have to think about that in the future. And then rebels will be my next one. There you go. I was actually, I was glad to play empire for this tournament because they were the ones that were like my largest pile of shame. Mm. Um, So I managed to get them mostly painted. Uh, You know, there's still a couple of random things like, um, but uh, I have um, all four factions painted now. So to the point where I can bring them, to an event yeah i don't have any clones painted i have them together they're not painted but yeah clones are the toughest yeah the funniest thing is uh playing empire the most you would think that i have that one almost done nope not even close well not even close (laughs) the reason i guess droids is because they're the easiest to paint yeah Um, you you could just haul through them but they're like the worst to assemble yep but But it's easiest to paint and the assembly when you compare assembly to painting though even like if something is the worst to oh, assemble, okay. assembly is still infinitely easier than painting. Well, and once gotcha. you get like a rhythm, you know what I mean? Once you get a rhythm, you're just like, okay, yeah, boop, boop, yep. boop, boop, boop. And you exactly. just move down the line. And you know what I moved to that's really made all the difference? So I know, listen, this is going to make some people angry. I know this is a hobby segment. We've got new stuff, but who that's fine. everybody's read the new stuff. I mean, we're just going to give our stupid thoughts about it. But, you know, I have I like using super glue on these models and here's why here's why kyle you and i are old school warhammer people yep. right if uh-huh. you use plastic glue, it welds everything together yeah. and if you drop something it breaks in a new spot generally when that happens yep. that if you use super glue and you drop it it generally breaks in the part that you glued on like the arm socket or the, it, yeah. so it's an easier fix because i tend to drop models a lot so what I've been finding is I got a super glue that actually can either be squirty or a brush. Oh man, that brush is pretty dope. I really like using the brush. It made it made things a lot easier. Does it make it so you don't stick your fingers together? Yep. Because that's my <laughs> biggest problem with super glue and droids. I'm like constantly sticking my fingers together. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you do you. Anyways, I was just really happy about that. I painted yeah. the two sets of Magna Guards. Uh, this weekend I got them all done and I'm I'm just jacked now I got all the droid stuff you know right in time for all this new stuff to come in this yep. week so. I gotta get my stats painted <clears throat> um, what, let's quickly run through the rest of the top 8 for ACO because we promised we would do that <sighs> super fast Jay <laughs> I literally just rattle off from my article here um, just go read the article the fifth trooper.com slash I want I want clicks just don't read them okay fine Spoiler, uh, you, we we got two lists, three lists out of it. Go read the rest on the fifth trooper.com. Right, there you go. The fifth trooper.com. Marketing, Kyle. <laughs> All Jeez, right. Louise. 
<laughs> Listen, there was some rebels. You can get some. There was uh, some more yeah. CIS. You know, Top blah, blah, four blah, was blah, blah. two rebel versus two sit, uh, two uh, droids. Yep. Yep. I would like, though, I, I do want to take this this takeaway. This isn't going through the list, but I think like I think, Kyle, you said something and somebody else I saw said something about, oh, look, CIS won again. I don't necessarily think that makes them because because if we look, if you really look and listen to you guys talk and listen to other people talk and look at these other games, they're all really, really close. And like one die roll or one move could have completely swapped those results right and you could have seen a different faction so i i really hate for anyone to take away from this that cis is like the best faction right now because i i don't think that's true i think they're good and they're good all around and that they can face most anything but everything is so close that it's not like they're winning by landslides and no one's even coming close to beating them no but i think what you said there is an important point and that the the list that you see here and the ones that you can make with them are adaptable, yeah. right? Um, I think and, rebels have have a very strong argument to be adaptable as yeah. well. I just don't think. I think the I think you know the the dodge spam Luke list is good, but I don't think it's an all comers list. I think there's options in rebels for all comers list that we're just not seeing right now because I think, you know, I think uh, uh, droids is an easier pick up for that Just i mean we'll view. we'll see it's at some point you have to be like okay you know this is the fourth tournament this year and we're only halfway through the year that's been won by kalani double lion spiders in some form so uh, all right you want fine you want my you want my <laughs> really hot take that is really gonna upset people are you ready <laughs> it's because they're easy to play they're just easy to play. It's not a complicated list. I wouldn't go that far. I would. It's not that complicated. Parts of it. Parts of it, sure. But Maul? Maul is a complicated unit. Yes. Okay. All Force users. Yeah, I would give that to yeah, all Force users. But Kalani but the, Double Spider. Right. Sure. Like you learn. Magna Guard. You're just like giving them tokens and they're just doing stuff. I mean, they just don't die. Like it, it is it is a forgiving list to play. I will give you that. Um, I will say that there are some elements of it, particularly if you run it with Maul, um, that are yep. much less forgiving of mistakes. But absolutely. Yeah. Um anyway. Uh, <laughs> no offense, Liam, if you're listening, you did great. That's not a knock on you. I'm just saying it's, I don't think it's leaps and bounds. It, it's like how Rexstar was, right? Where it was just kind of like, it was just, oh, it's not, it's not, I mean, Rexstar was, or not, not Rexstar. Um, you're right. That's not what I'm, I forgot yeah. what I'm thinking of. But, but it, uh, what was, uh, this is not Rexstar. No, what was the, there was a list. There was, uh, I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't. Yes, thank you. I don't okay. know why I said Rexstar. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tauntauns. Um, yeah, where it was just like, okay, yeah, it makes good players great and okay players good. Yep. And I think I think Kalani, Double Spider, Magna Guard do that. Granted, Maul is, you throw a Maul in the mix, you're complicating the soup a little bit. But anyways, that's my view on it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, if you want to see the rest of the top eight, go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> TheFifthTrooper.com. Click, 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 click. I mean, we talked about um, four. We talked about half of them. What more we did. people want? Go yeah. read. Faction breakdown was pretty spread, actually. It was just There was just one Imperial. Otherwise, it was um, two droids. Uh, sorry. Just one Gar as well. Two Gar. Oh, there were two Gar. Um, um, yeah, three Rebels. No, sorry. Three droids, two rebels, two gar, one empire. That's yeah, that's it. So, um, mm-hmm. pretty even at the end of the day. I mean, that's one one list off from two, 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 two. So, um, all right, let's talk about new stuff. Okay. Uh, there's what? new stuff and podcasts. Bye, <laughs> everybody. Go read I actually think this will be pretty quick because, uh, <laughs> for as much as they dropped, most of it was like. Yeah here's an expansion and we're not going to tell you anything about it yet, except here's a box image. So 
Um, well, these are all very exciting uh, from a competitive Legion podcast perspective. It doesn't really give us much to talk about other than to just be generally excited, which is fine. Um, we're going to hit it anyway, but uh, don't fear, Jay. I don't think this is going to be an hour-long segment is what I'm saying. I don't think so. Either. Okay. Um, the first one is probably the most substantive, which is the Shadow Collective Force Org chart. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, the way we haven't actually, we still have not got the actual rules for how affiliations and mercenaries work. So, um, but we can infer enough from what they've told us in this org chart thing. Um, basically, you can have it's it's a battle force officially is what it's called, Shadow Collective Battle Force, um, and then it basically lists uh, each slot and which units you are allowed to take in that slot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the org chart is a little different. So uh, first, the org chart. Um, you have to take one commander, but then you can take up to three commanders or operatives. So basically, they share the commanders and operatives share like a max limit of four, right? You, you still need one commander, but then if you want, you can take three operatives, you can take three commanders, whatever. Um, so that's kind of neat. Uh, two to six core units, so one less core unit for the minimum, although I would suspect you will probably still be taking a lot of core units because of the <laughs> limitations on the actual units that are available to you. Yep. It opens um, up a lot of options though to yep. to be able to it opens up the room for that for special forces. It does, but their special forces are like 100 point units. So um you know, you've got four special forces, you're at around 400 points. You've got two core even if you take them naked, you're at like 500 and then you're you're only at six activations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I I guess we'll see. I don't know. Um, I'm curious to see how people use that core minimum. Uh, the zero to three support and zero to two heavy, which is normal, and then zero to four special forces. So, primary differences are the you can have one more special forces and uh, one less core unit, and you can mix and match your commanders and operatives, which is cool. It's neat. I dig. Yeah, I, yep. It's cool. interesting. When we were doing the mall preview, we were talking about like, is it going to be a structural issue to give him dark saber because you're crowding out a potentially cheap and good commander unit? And the answer is no. Yep. So take Maul and the three pike capos, capos, if you want. Um, so yeah, the units here available are basically the ones from the Shadow Collective release. Commanders, the Vigo, the Capo, and Gar Saxon. Operative is Maul, Bosk, and Cad Bane. Notably, not Boba Fett, which I guess makes sense. He was like 10 years old during the time period that this Battle Force covers. Uh, sort of sad, because that means you can't run triple bounty, <laughs> <laughs> which I definitely wanted to do. Um, Special Forces is just the Mandalorians, Super Commandos. Core is the Black Sun and Pike Foot Soldiers. Support is Swoop Bike Riders. We don't know what those do yet, uh, but they are Definitely bikes. Um, and then heavy is the AA5 speeder truck. So much excite. Yeah. I'm, I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why they're not a faction when essentially this is like a faction. I don't, I don't understand the new, unless we're moving to like battle forces instead of factions as like the new, how we build things, but it's just seems strange not to just call it a faction. Well, so it allowed for them to do a new org chart, right? Sure. But why couldn't you just say, Hey, this faction has a specific org chart. Well, and it's also a, a set of units that can be taken in other factions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's basically factionless, right? It's a battle force yeah. made up of units that are factionless. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's, I mean, if you look at other games um, like Song of Ice and Fire miniatures games, which I've dabbled in recently, um, very similar mechanically to legion with the alternating activations but they have basically like you know they have their houses for those that are familiar with game of thrones you got like lannister stark etc whatever but then they have like a whole pool of units that they call neutral units that you can take in some capacity in any of the other houses basically like mercenaries and stuff like that but you can also run them just as like their own force Mm -hmm. um so i think this is 
you know, like technically it's not a faction, but the fact that it's made up of entirely factionless units kind of makes it that by default. Um, But I get why they did it like this structurally, you know, I don't know. I guess it could be like a licensing thing too. Who knows? Maybe. Anyway, I am excited for those swoop bikes to be rebel compatible. Yeah. Let's talk about, Let's let's talk about the swoops and the assassin droids, and then we can yeah. hit the battle forces. Does that sound good? Let's do it. All right. What, tell us about the swoops, John, since you're so excited about that. Yeah, John, you you swoop. Well, there looks like it's probably a pair of bikes, and with what looks to be a larger base than the Staps and Speeder bikes. So we're talking ATRT or uh, Dubek size. Potentially very fast. Yeah. Uh, Even a speed two on them would be decent. Speed three would be amazing. They are, the swoops are Rebel and Republic compatible. So Republic will now have two different speeder bikes. If you count the bark. And Rebel will have their first. Uh, And Republic also has the Fluttercraft, which is not a bike, but is nonetheless a speeder. So that means they will have three support units with the speeder keyword. <laughs> they will. Which is kind of crazy. Then we get an IG series assassin droid, which I don't know. I'm assuming that it's just an operative. It, it looks uh, like a single model unit with two different poses. And it is rebel and imperial compatible. Which is also curious to me. It's both Rebel and Imperial. I mean, I would assume... IG-11 is probably a Rebel, right? Because he's the... Well, he was both during the yeah, show, technically. That's true. So yeah. I, bet you he, I bet you he goes both, and then IG-88 just goes... Empire. Empire. Do you think, I, is, do you think one of these is IG-88 card? Yeah, I do think... I, yeah, it says IG-88 on the back of the box. Um mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that seems yeah, does, that makes sense, right? Does yeah, it's IG eleven and, and it's IG eighty. You could put yeah. yeah, you could put make IG eleven like they're making the Shadow Collective stuff that he's got the two symbols and then IG eighty eight is Empire only. That's what I would do. He's yep. gonna have bounty. Oh, IG eighty eight. Yeah, baby. I'm excited for my spinning. Uh, blaster blender. <laughs> IG-88s were my, my big X-Wing pilots that I flew for like two years. I mean, I think let I, I think some of us, you know, were IG-88 from the old school. We're like, oh yeah, that'll be great for him to be in Legion. And then it wasn't until Mandalorian came out with IG-11 where we're like, oh God, they have to put this in the Legion, yep. right? When he was like spinning around. Yeah. And then, so I'm I'm so glad that they, they got around to that. That's really great. Yeah. You know, for our conversation of whether what the 11 will be available in Rebel or Imperial and 88 Rebel or Imperial, the last sentence on the back of this box says, no matter what, all IG series droids have one thing in common. They are mercenaries who will side with Imperials or Rebels without any moral qualms about their uh, nice. assignments. So it sounds like both will be available in both. Very interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting how, need to buy Imperials. How, how they play <laughs> differently. Like, yeah. you know, I'm sure 88 will have some because he was more of a notorious you know, bounty hunter, he'll probably have something else going on where IG-11 will, yeah, I, you know, hopefully, I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do to I'm to imagining some like, some like long range for yeah. IG-88, some assassin-like stuff. Yeah, and then and IG-11 11 up front. They mentioned, yeah, they mentioned self-destruct and they mentioned targeting <laughs> multiple, so probably gunslinging. <laughs> gunslinging and self-destruct, that'd be self-destruct. <laughs> they, they, yeah, it's on the box. Uh, yeah, and he's got a, a IG-88 has what looks like a DLT in his hand. So yeah. that would make sense for the long range. So. I'd, I'd love to see something like some like nursemaid card or something with yeah, him. Nanny Gro- droid. Yeah, Grogu. Yeah. You know, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 
then these models look great. So do the swoops. The swoops look awesome. These remind mm -hmm. me of almost of like uh, 40k orc models with you know very yeah, ramshackle yeah. looking, um, lots of different colors. These are going to be really fun to paint. Yeah. Um, all right, and then finally we got. Actually, there's two more things. Real quick, Gar Saxon has a combat shield. <laughs> apparently, um, there were very gross internet. Combat shield. I'm not sure that this is. So yes, on paper you're like, wow, this looks great. Um, I, like I don't know that if this is worth ten points on Gar Saxon, because you kind of like. I think this is going to be like a gin situation a little bit where sometimes your best bet is to like, just ignore them unless you get really good shots anyway. Um, so basically you gain shielded one and recharge one during the end phase. If this unit did not flip any active shield tokens this round, it may flip it up to one of its inactive shield tokens. So it's basically a shield token with cycle. It's like the short version, right? Like if you don't use it yeah. on a turn, you get it back. Yeah. Um, so this definitely makes him tougher. Um, you know, to like chip damage, but like, I don't, I don't know that you really need to make him tougher. He, you know, like he's got five health. He's got impervious and a red surge save. Well, um, we talked, Oh yeah. He's we had talked when we, when we reviewed his stuff about him, you, you basically have two modes of play, right? He can play back and snipe and do some stuff further back but then you also have the mode where he goes headlong in with the other mandalorians and i think maybe that if you have the 10 points that may be where you want to spend it to keep him up you know so that you're commanding and attacking i don't i don't know though yeah Hard i to like say. i think this would be like great on somebody like sabine mm. who is has very good you know strong offense and explosions and is basically like a priority target right um, I guess yeah. I'm not saying that I'm not convinced that Gar Saxon is or should be a priority target for your opponent to be shooting at, generally speaking, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think until we see how these lists play out. We'll yeah. Probably, yeah, we'll see. It's a good shield. I'm just not sure it's that mm -hmm. great on Saxon. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, we'll see. That is print and play. It does not come in his box. Uh, the internet super sleuths were noticing that he did not have a shield card in his box, but he had one modeled on his miniature so here you go yeah um, that is uh so let's say that again for everybody listening you have to print it it will not come with him so if you want to use it and play with it you have to print it yep from they had put out a pdf with the front and back you could literally get the image from our website whatever you need to do to print it and put it in yep yeah don't forget about that just because it's not in the box <laughs> Uh, all right, battle forces. Um, I want to say something really quick. This sure. was my idea, and they took this from me and Evan. <laughs> we we years ago, years ago, I brought this up, and I said, you know what I would do? You guys could go back, listen to the Fifth Trooper podcast <laughs> I, two years ago. I said, you know what you would do that would really get people into playing? Evan goes, what's that, Jay? I say, you put together 800 point full army box sets you have the hoth box set someone could just buy it and put it on the table and play and that's how you get people that's what they do with 40k that's what they do with fantasy they just you could buy a full army and you could just go and that's what you needed to play so these you're welcome full armies are these 800 points inside them no nah, maybe close i think they're supposed to be close yeah because okay. you got, let's see, you got four. I'm looking at the the echo base defenders, two sets of tauntauns, four sets of rebel vets that you. I'm assuming you can play C3PO and R2, uh, a cannon, Leia and Chewbacca. That's got to be damn close. That's over 800. Yeah, that's probably more than 800. The Empire one. I mean, you, I guess you got two super expensive units in here, but the Empire one is Vader. Two speeder bikes, three snows, and an ATST. Um, so that's also probably pretty close to 800. I don't know if I would actually run that. <laughs> that's only seven activations. The, yeah, but. I mean, they're showing. They're also showing like here's here's something weird. Okay, you ready? You want a conspiracy theory? Okay. So they're showing all the minis. No, so are don't tell me this. They're showing every mini. 
Why would they show every mini? What, what do you mean? So it's not just the normal four with one, like a flame trooper upgrade. They've got the extra and they've got the ion. They've got all the minis showing. Because that's what comes in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, is the rebel one is the same way. Right. Are um, you trying to say you think that you're going to be able to use both heavy weapons in one? Or game? maybe maybe the ion's not there. Maybe it's you get more snow troopers and I don't know. Are they are they going to do unit upgrade? Uh, card upgrades if they're in the blizzard force do they get more guys i mean they've said that the storms there will be a special version of storms that you can use in blizzard force that can take two heavies yeah so there you go which they did apparently to make up for the lack of heavy options on snows (laughs) uh also Uh, real miss here with this one uh speeders over e-webs what the what the who what Come on, this is Blizzard Force. It should be yeah. E-Webs. What are they doing? I don't know. They have, an e- they have two They were 100%. On the it's on the box art. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem like a very practical thing to bring to an assault force. I'm going to plod along. and Dude, it's not about practicality. It's about You're none right. of this is practical. This is about right. playing a game on Hoth. That's what this is about. <laughs> You need you need machine guns when you're attacking, John, to suppress right the dudes that you're attacking. This would have been a perfect opportunity for them to do an upgraded e-web like the one we see in Mandalorian that everybody was so scared of and bring that one. There you go. That Moth Gideon talked about for like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got Hoth, we've got the other Hoth, uh, which is officially called Blizzard Force. Um We've got Separatist Invasion, which has Grievous, some battle droids, Magnagar, and Droidicas, and an AAT. Uh, and it looks like, in fact, the art is not from Naboo. This looks like maybe Geonosis, right? And the box art? Yeah. Anyway, it's called Separatist Invasion, and Grievous was not on Naboo. So I think this was previously advertised as like a Naboo invasion force, but they also didn't have Magnaguards on Naboo. So. It seems to just be more like a generic droid attack force kind of thing. Um, yeah. Which is fine. Uh, and then we got 501st. Anakin's Anakin's, uh, Anakin's boys. Rex is not in this box, oddly. But you do have Anakin, three arcs, two phase, two clones, and one ATRT. That seems weird. That seems That's weird. an odd mix, yeah. yeah. This would have been like great uh, two years ago when people were snapping up all the arcs and phase twos because you were running three arcs and five phase twos in every clone list. <laughs> uh, but clearly that's not a thing anymore. I'll be curious. Um, Those Republic ATRTs need jump. They need... I mean, it, the Rebel ATRTs aren't good Wars? either. Yeah. Clone Wars, they're like running and like leaping. Yeah, they're like... Yeah, they're like chickens. They're like... Um, not chickens like ostriches. Um, ostriches yes that's what i was looking for um yeah i don't know uh, I, i'd love to see what this org chart looks like and what these command mm-hmm. cards look like because um uh, so yeah i mean see. right now i'm skeptical that it's going to be good so as far as listen this is take it for what it is but asmodee has all those and the swoop bikes listed as a summer release. I would guess probably late August, early September, if they're gonna do it. Yeah, I think the swoops actually have a date of eight nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which so, could potentially be before Nova open. Yeah. Yep, eight nineteen. Yeah. Oh, the, so do the so do the Blizzard Force. Yeah, it's all they they just updated that. That's, those weren't on there before, but yeah, cool. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it maybe it's a graphic design decision, but like I was noticing the, the droids only have six. Why show all the snow troopers, but only six droids? Like that uh-huh. seems like an interesting choice. I'm just yeah, we'll see. I, a little speculation. I mean, I'm yeah. going okay. full crab. Okay. That's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you get, you know, uh, I'm going to do a little plug here for one of our tools. Uh, if you guys want to play with this stuff, you can on our Legion HQ tool. I'm very excited. We actually have two new uh, cool pieces of tech on there. You can now calculate kill points 
So if you're at a tournament and you're trying to do your math for your kill points at the end, uh, Legion HQ will do that for you. There's a little button at the bottom called calculate kill points that'll help you through that. Then the second cool new thing is he, uh, we actually added a dice roller uh, on there as well. So if you hit the menu button to the left and you go to roller, you can, you can do like estimate your attack dice and see what the average rolls will be. Dope. Very cool. So just some cool, you know, we try really hard. All, all our um, dev guys are amazing for all our tools and, you know, they're always making updates and changing and we're always recommending new stuff to them. And so they, you know, we're trying to keep this stuff as up to date as we can. And, and I would ask, especially with Legion, Legion HQ, with all these changes, be patient with us. We'll, we'll get our tool because I got a feeling when they drop the new RRG, whenever that is, I think this week, sometime or next week, like it's going to be a lot of changes. So, you know, between Legion HQ and Legion Quick Guy, give us give us some time. We'll get there. Don't worry. We'll make sure it's right. But, you know, it's not just as straightforward as like adding a couple things sometimes based on how they do things. We got to rewrite code. So, you know, um, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So be patient with us. I promise we'll we'll get that stuff going. Um and and have fun, you know, playing this new stuff. It's it's really exciting. Very exciting. And if you want some of those battle force boxes, you can go to the fifthtrooper.com. Boom. Coupon code SW Legion. Yeah, for all your Legion needs, you can yep. get 10% off now. And we run deals all the time. So like I'll probably yep. have uh 4th of july is coming up i'll probably do a big 4th of july sale on our, all our legion stuff so awesome yeah any, any final thoughts gentlemen don't think so i think we hit it all and more yes and i more. suspect maybe by the next podcast fingers crossed we'll be talking about an rrg update that would be nice oh, don't get your hopes up they've they've told us to expect it on the 14th, which as we record this podcast is tomorrow. Um, it's on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's with uh, our mats. Oh, God. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'd imagine they will have to release it before Shadow Collective uh, because otherwise we won't know how to play them. <laughs> yep. So, um, cool. if nothing else, we should get some new keywords and stuff. So, very exciting. Cool. I'm looking forward to painting. All of my shadow collective stuff. I'm not uh, yeah. <laughs> at all, but I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do what I haven't done before, and that's just paint it all and get through it, and just get be had just be done with it. And then, I mean, this stuff, this other stuff's already been waiting for so long for me to paint it. I'm just when this stuff comes in, and a mistake I've always made, and I'll make. You know, here's a late episode, uh, late podcast recommendation for all our fans out there is. If you're new to this game and you're in a rush and you're like, oh, I'm only going to paint what I'm going to play with. Don't do that. Just paint the entire unit because you're going to regret it later on because you're going to go back. Something's going to end up a points change or something's going to end up being better than you thought it was going to be, except for the HH12. And then you're going to like go back and you're going to be like, oh, shoot, I should have. I really wish I painted these all at the same time. So just. It's Always paint the entire box. Yeah. Paints. Right. You won't remember how you did it. You lost half the paint you yeah. had or it dried up or so. You know, it's just it's never good. So I'm taking my own advice. That's what I did with all these droids. I just painted everything I had in the box. And so I don't even have to think about it. It took me a few more minutes to make it happen. And you know, that's it. So yeah, that happened to me with my T21 storms. When they first came out, I thought that thing was grossly overcosted, and I'm like, you know, it'd be cool to just make an entire unit of sand troopers. So I'm gonna take all these T21 Storm models and just put generic arms on them and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> and then here I am needing them for a tournament. I'm like, <sighs> well, I actually took like a um, a sculpting tool and I like oh, because no. I super glued them. I was able to do this. I actually like pried off the arms uh, for the generics, and I glued on the T21 arms, and I painted. Them. <laughs> Another perfect reason for using super glue. Well, this is on a resin model, so or whatever it is, it's not hard plastic, so it doesn't hard matter. Plastic glue wouldn't have even worked. Always but. use super glue. 
<laughs> just in case you want to go back and fix your uh yeah i'm telling you man you know kyle you know this these these new sprue plastics if you drop them if you use plastic glue they're gonna break in a new spot and it's not gonna yep. go back the way you want it to you're right but if you use super glue they break in the joints that you glued so that's true it's accurate although I have dropped quite a few hard plastic glued models and my experience, at least relative to super glued models is simply just that they don't break. So, um, yeah, for the most part, stop yeah. dropping them, Jay. but they, always, Oh dude, I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I drop models all the time too. Yeah. I'm I've just you. come to, I've just I spilled coffee on them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did, Again, spilled Nolan oil all over myself this weekend. Again, like every time I use Nolan oil, like yep. I think that's just, it's a rite of passage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's uh, let's end this thing. Uh, we are the Notorious Condors. I'm Kyle. Jay. John Bushfax Bushman. <laughs> Stay fresh, <laughs> cheese bags. <laughs>